0: Hello and welcome back to Parenthood Peaks and Troughs. This is your host, Amit, and we've got today's fourth episode, which is entitled Managing Time and Space. And unfortunately, um, Dion won't be with me today because she's not feeling very well. So let's get into it. Now, if you're anything like me, then if you work a fairly long day, it's difficult to to manage your time especially when you have a newborn baby and the same applies for Dion when you're sleep deprived when you are struggling to cope in those first few weeks Um, it's very very difficult to manage the time and the space in uh, your house and as we recommended in uh, our previous episode you shouldn't spend too much time worrying about how presentable your house is because inevitably there are going to be uh, times when things get in a bit of a mess you just haven't had an opportunity to clean up and you know it might not be to your usual standard but nobody's going to be judging you for it so don't panic now in my own personal experience as we touched upon in the last episode it was very difficult for me personally going back to work after spending Two weeks with Amelia for a couple of reasons, firstly because of course you have spent that two weeks uh, being completely out of the loop and enjoying every moment that you have uh, watching you know your baby doing all of these quite miraculous things. but the other reason is because physically and mentally you're not really prepared to suddenly turn up again on a Monday morning back in the office. And just get back into the usual swing of things. Not least because the chances are the night before your baby may have been up several times during the night. So managing your time in this respect is going to be pretty important. So my tip for all of the working parents out there after the paternity leave or maternity leave period is to figure out... When in the day you function the best um, and there will be a period of time perhaps two to four hours where you're going to be able to get the best work possible done now when, once you've figured out what that window of time is you need to really focus on maximizing your productivity during those working hours and it can be quite tricky at first to fine tune that because you're used to being distracted with phones and emails and all the other sorts of happenings in an office or wherever it is you might work. The other thing I would suggest is that where possible and where your career allows, um, that you perhaps ask for some flexibility in either your working hours or your working normal working practice by perhaps uh, working from home or coming in into work a little bit later, which allows you to perhaps get a couple of hours sleep before going back into the office. Now I completely appreciate that depending on your career that may not be possible and there will be people who will really struggle in those first couple of months to get back on track and get a, get a handle on the way their body reacts to not having much sleep. But of course there will be the, the minority that have babies who do sleep through the night and in which case this may not cause you as big an issue. But for us, it was really difficult in those first few weeks and months to get back into any sort of normal working routine. Now, I have to say, I was very lucky that while I was at work, Dion would send me little updates of how Amelia was getting on. um, You know, just perhaps a text message or a picture um, of, you know, what she might have been up to, which, of course, at that stage, Might not have been that much, but it was an opportunity for me where I did have perhaps five minutes to take a break from the screen. I could still feel some sort of connection to the baby. And for the dads out there, you are going to miss your baby quite a lot when you're at work. It's a difficult period of time. I think some people underestimate uh, the connection men have with their children. And I appreciate that, um, the you know, perhaps the maternal bond is, is much more prevalent and much more well known. But uh, there was certainly for me a period of time where I really missed spending time with Amelia and I found it difficult uh, not being around her to help out and, you know, just generally bond with her. So as I say, my top tip for mums is... To try and make dad feel like he's still involved when he, you know, if he has gone back to work. um, The odd message every now and then or picture um, I'm sure won't go amiss. Um, And equally, if it's the other way around, dads, uh, please do send the odd message to let mum know what the baby is up to. And even if it's little things, um, it, it helps to keep both people feel part of the process. And in terms of other aspects of managing time, I found that it was quite difficult for me to get back, um, get back from work in time to see uh, Amelia before she went to bed of an evening. And again, that's quite tricky because you have to try and find ways to get home slightly earlier than usual. Um, For us, we were putting her to bed around about six o'clock in the evening. So that was quite tricky for me to be able to finish work and drive home. So where possible, you may want to consider starting your day earlier to see if you can finish uh, slightly sooner. But again, if that's not possible, then I think the best thing you can hope for is just really to finish work as soon as possible of an evening um, and also to call your partner throughout the day or perhaps on your lunch break and find out how things are doing. Give her some words of support and let her know that you're thinking of her and the baby. Now, again, as I mentioned in the, I think it was in the first episode, managing um, the number of things that you actually end up buying in those first few weeks and months is quite important for a couple of reasons. Um, firstly, you know, if you've got a lot of space to play with, then, you know, you may say, well, I can handle having lots of belongings but actually I think you'll find most of the time that no matter what you buy you'll end up with almost double the amount from other people whether that's your friends or your family, colleagues, neighbours, whoever it may be. I think you're usually going to find that for every item that you buy you'll end up receiving two others as gifts And this normally occurs throughout the first sort of three, four, maybe even five months after baby's arrival. Because a lot of people won't be able to get to you straight away. Some people will want to give you time and space to uh, acclimatise as such to having a new baby. And so they they deliberately will stay clear while the immediate members of family um, sort of come around and give you support and all that sort of thing. So... Just bear that in mind before you go buying lots of items because you may find, as we did, that um, unfortunately you just don't have enough space to manage with all of these belongings. And we're quite fortunate that we have quite a big double bedroom for Amelia, but even now we have items that are placed around the living room and even have made their way into uh, our kitchen. Now there are some really innovative storage solutions that I would recommend if you are going to sacrifice some of the space perhaps in your living room or even in your bedrooms because you don't really want it to look like too much of an eyesore Um, and it's helpful to have things out of the way because when your baby does eventually start crawling around you don't really want them to have access to things that are not uh, tucked away. So to that end I do recommend a well-known furniture company in Ikea um, who do do some pretty good stuff for children's storage solutions for things like toys, nappies, the mats, the creams um, things like medicine as well which you don't necessarily want to be anywhere within sort of reaching distance of baby when they get a little bit older so have a think I think of initially in those first few weeks about whether or not it's a good idea to get hold of um, perhaps a slightly smarter storage solution that fits your room and your size. Um, The other thing that I think is well worth considering, although I appreciate this is going to be a little bit more expensive and time consuming, is investing in um, a a thermostatically controlled heating system that can be operated perhaps by using your smartphone or smart device. The reason for this is because uh, as the temperature changes especially throughout the winter months you're going to find it's quite difficult to perhaps keep the baby's room heated to a constant temperature unless of course you're leaving the heating on all night long which can be um, a bit inefficient and can make the room very dry. But fortunately now there are quite a few companies that do make systems which can be controlled by your phones and they're not actually as expensive as you might think. For example um, we have the Nest thermostat um, and I think it cost about £150 to um, buy the equipment and uh, I think installation was about £50 so it wasn't, it wasn't you know, too bad in terms of an initial outlay but actually it's quite an intuitive system. It learns how you use your heating and it adapts to fit it but it's also very good for example if you're away from the house you can set it to um, come back on perhaps an hour before you arrive into the house so you're not necessarily wasting energy but also if during the night you experience a a fluctuation in temperature and baby doesn't seem to be very comfortable you can then uh, change that with your phone without having to perhaps go downstairs or to a boiler cupboard for example to change the temperatures it's just something to think about so you've perhaps thought about the house but are you thinking about your own time and managing yourselves and Mm -hmm. I think often you can treat yourself um, quite poorly during those first few weeks and months because you are so obviously concerned with how baby is doing but I do think as I've said previously that it's really important that where possible you think about your own rest and recovery just as much as your babies, And I think that's important for two reasons, really. The first is for your own mental health to make sure perhaps you're getting out, doing a little bit of exercise, whether that's just walking, you know, a brisk walk perhaps in the mornings um, or even of an evening um, will help to clear the mind a little bit and get, get that the blood flowing. Um And secondly, because I think it will help the quality of your relationship with the baby and also with each other. I think Dion and I found it very stressful first few weeks and months. Um, It wasn't easy at all for us, not least because Amelia was quite uh, a difficult sleeper. We found that lots of people had different opinions on how to get her to go to sleep. And none of them really worked for us, unfortunately. Now, when you are particularly sleep deprived, it's going to be pretty testing for one another. Um, and I found especially that we became very ratty um, during the evenings, um, not least with each other, but also you know throughout the day, then it, it often follows into the next day and you try to resolve issues but it's very tricky because of course you're constantly tired and you're constantly exposed to all of these things that you really don't have that much experience of so you don't feel comfortable necessarily uh, dealing with these types of issues which can be really quite testing so that's why um, in the first episode I really do emphasize patience and understanding with each other it's not going to be easy But do try and pull in the same direction. Do try and understand the other's frustrations um, and I'm sure you'll be fine. And just before we move on to the next topic, I just wanted to thank everyone uh, who's been tuning in recently. Um, We've had a lot of really positive feedback and some uh, constructive criticism, which is always welcome. Um, And thanks very much to everyone who's left us a nice message um we've got people now listening from all over the world uh, which is really nice um as far as australia and canada um so it's it's great to know that you know people are getting something out of this and if there are any topics that you would like us to cover as part of this podcast then uh, please do email us and let us know so the last tip i have for today's episode is about managing personal space now um, it's going to be quite tempting to continue in your usual routine um, and if you're someone who perhaps um, has nice clothes or you know if you're wearing a suit to work like I was at the time um, it's tempting to continue on in that same vein and and just hope that everything goes well but unfortunately it's more often the case that you know, before you leave for work in the morning you're going to want to give your baby a hug or, or just spend a bit of time together and um, I wouldn't recommend doing that in any of your nicer clothes because the chances are you're going to end up with uh, some form of dribble, perhaps milk and uh, possibly even unfortunately um, some sick uh, on your clothes so do be really careful with your own uh, clothing because I have unfortunately had an unenviable situation where uh, my boss spotted uh, baby sick down the back of my um, suit jacket, which was, was wasn't um, particularly impressed by at the time. So, I would recommend keeping a spare uh, jacket with you, perhaps in the car, um, spare jumpers, spare tops. Um, especially at work I would also recommend keeping a muslin on you at all times when you're at home um, so that if you do pick baby up you know uh, that you're prepared for any sort of mishaps that might happen when you're around the house but more importantly don't worry about um, your clothes being marked or stained it will come out in the wash and you know you don't need to um, get on each other's case about the mess that's going to be made in those first few weeks because, trust me, it's going to happen. You're going to need to just work with it and and try your best. So that brings today's episode to a conclusion. Um, it's a little bit shorter than the previous episode, but the next episode, episode 5, is going to be a little bit more in-depth and hopefully we'll have Dion back. Uh, episode 5 is entitled, To Routine or Not to Routine?, that is the question and we are going to be touching upon um, sleep routines and which I know quite a few of you have asked us to cover so uh, looking forward to that again if you've got any comments suggestions or any sort of um, topics you'd like us to cover please feel free to get in touch with us by email the address is pp and t that's papa papa and tango 2019 at hotmail.com so Hope to see you again next week. Thanks very much for tuning in. Good night.